Welcome to the Ripple Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brad Long. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Ripple Fishing Report. And on today's show, we're going to talk to Captain Brant Peacher over in Pensacola. How you doing, Captain Brant? Hey, doing well. Awesome, dude. So, um, we talked last week, and uh, I'll just get right to it because it's what I've been wondering. Uh, you were going to try out the fly rod. So, were you? Did you get a? Did you get a chance to to fling it around a little? Yeah, I did, man. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Did you? Were you, Did you catch some stuff, or how'd it go? Yeah. So. Uh... I practiced, uh, kind of got casting down a little bit. I've got a long, long way to go, <laughs> but, uh, um, it, you know, it, it was interesting and, and, and I, and I really didn't even watch any YouTube videos or anything. So I didn't really know exactly what I was doing, but I went out there, uh, got some flies at one of the local bait shops that a guy recommended to me and, uh, and just kind of went from there and ended up catching a trout and a Spanish. And that's with me really not knowing what the heck. <laughs> well, I've been doing it since, let me see, almost 30 years. Wow. Okay. So like 28 years. And man, that's uh, a long time, man. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I've never, there's some people that are purists and only fly fish. I'm not that guy. Um, gotcha. But I gotcha. do, I do like it when it makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, sight fish and things like that. It's just a, it's a, you're not going to catch as much ever. I mean, it's just harder. No, because in what I kind of figured out about it, like when you see the, like I was seeing fish bust on top, it takes you a, a lot longer to, to get your bait presented in front of the fish than it would if you had a spinning room. Yeah. And that's the biggest deal with me is just kind of the quickness of it. Um, and I'm sure you get faster the more you do it, but yeah, that, that was my hardest part. Yeah. I'll tell you what, um, and the times I've done it with guides and what I try to do on my boat, and, and you may know this, you may have seen this, but for the sake of the listeners, I'll just kind of say how it goes. So the way, the way it works when you're sight fishing anyway, and I think you could apply it to anything, especially when you got to go quick is hold the fly in your hand and have probably essentially what you're doing is peeling out from the, the rod tip, the, the, yeah. the loaded part of the line. Right. So, gotcha, so gotcha. what you can do is you can, and, and it's, you got to practice, but you can sort of flip your rod tip up at the same time you let go of the fly and that creates your back cast. And you mm. already have all that loaded line behind you at that point. And then you give it a, a rip and kind of get it out there and give it one more back cast and then let it roll. Yeah, well, it it was yeah. That's that's good information. You see what I'm, I'm saying? So it's like a boom, yeah. boom, boom, and then you're casting. I'm definitely gonna try it more. And it was funny too. I didn't really know how to work what I was supposed to do as far as working the flies, or if you're even supposed to work the flies. So that was another part. Like I when I was when I caught the trout, I wasn't even working the fly. It was just kind of floating there. It was a shrimp. It was a shrimp fly colored or uh, pattern. Yeah. Yeah, and that all depends, you know, like if you see a redfish tipped up, sometimes it's best to just let it sit there because he's going to find it, you know. Sure, sure. <clears throat> yeah, sure. that kind of varies. But, yeah, that's how – so because, you know, if you're fishing for bonefish or tarpon, any of the stuff you sight fish for, when you see it, you better be able to make a cast pretty quickly. And, and that's sure. kind of the the motion you go through to do it. But it takes practice because to be able to do it in fewer false casts, mm -hmm. false casts they're called um, – it's there's a learning curve for sure, and that's after you learn to cast 
just any old kind of way you can, you know. Well, the Spanish was easier to catch than the trout because the I know how to work the fly for the Spanish. I see them, I know they were there, and I just work it real fast across the top of the water. Yeah. And, and so they were actually easier. It was easier to catch the Spanish than the trout. Yeah. Anything like that that schools up, man, you just try to take it away from them. And, mm-hmm. then, and, there, and it won't, you can't, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's fun, man, and it's it's definitely challenging. But I'm happy that you uh, that you tried it out because it's something I love to do. And and if you if you ever fish and you feel like you get bored, try, pick up a fly rod. It man, you there's a whole new I learning curve. Like, I feel like I could cast that thing all day and never get bored. Yeah, that's kind of and I think truthfully. So when I was 14. Um, that's when I got my first one and I did the same thing. I mean, none of the YouTube stuff existed or anything. And so, um, I had seen people do it and I I was pretty good at casting conventional tackle and I just did whatever I needed to do to make it go out. And I guess I did it right because I've never been taught how to cast since then. And I'm, I'm decent at it. So it it gave me done. Yeah. So you did the fly thing. What else did you get into? Uh, lots of, uh, lots of fish to be caught right now, uh, Couple mornings, I went and caught big Menhaden, and went to uh, went to the bridges and caught you know just big bull reds. Got into a school of big jacks on top, caught those with lures. Uh, so there's lots of stuff to be caught uh, right now. There's tons of Menhaden in the bayous, kind of kind of starting to pour out of the bayous. So the, those kings, if the water clears up and and, and yeah. cleans up that should you know a couple more weeks should, we should get some kings in the bay but um so it, it, there's plenty of fish to be caught right now and, and once again still tons of mangrove snappers spanish mackerel are everywhere right now uh in the bay uh and red red slot reds are everywhere along the rock jetties and places like that so there's play, uh, plenty of fish to be caught yeah it's been a beautiful week too since we talked mm-hmm. last I mean, it's yeah. uh, it's been really nice weather, and it almost makes you feel like we're moving into actual fall. We both know we're not, but it makes exactly. you think that, you know. Exactly. So maybe, you know, I mean, maybe the little bit of a cool down with the water temps and stuff kind of got everything going, it sounds like. Yeah, it's been a good week. I've been happy with it. Yeah. Did you, what, uh, you never asked, uh, not to get back on the fly thing, but I don't think you ever told me, what, what, what weight <clears throat> is the rod that you have? <laughs> Man, I don't even know. <laughs> So I'm going to guess it was probably an eight weight because that's kind of the jack of all trades for saltwater. Unless you're, you know, if you want to get tarpon or big, big jacks. No, it's definitely not a big, big one for tarpon. It's more of looks like trout, redfish, that type stuff. Yeah. Um, And uh, I I, I do need to look at that. I don't know why I haven't. Yeah. If, uh, yeah, it's probably an eight. If, if whoever got it for you knew you were salt saltwater fishing yeah. and uh, if it's the one i saw i watched some of your video i didn't see you actually doing it but i did watch some yeah. of it and uh i didn't realize pen made a setup like that yeah they do and so that's pretty cool mm-hmm. anyway so uh the big jacks man how did you did you what do you what do you use for top water on those well, well I, saw, I we were sitting under the bridge and we were kept, had our baits out i just caught a 40 inch redfish which is a pretty solid redfish yeah and I looked out and I saw just a feeding frenzy, but I knew that it was too big to be like Spanish or blues or something like that. And so I said, we got to go. And we ran out there. My buddy had, uh, what did he have? He had like a, a Rapala X wrap, like a smaller X wrap. And I had a, uh, 
white bucktail, a big white bucktail. Okay. And, and the only reason I we had those on is because those were the first two lures we grabbed <laughs> off that were in the boat because these guys were in a feeding frenzy. And yeah. I chunked the white bucktail way out there in them, real, jerked it real fast through the school and immediately hooked up. And then my buddy did the same thing, which was really cool. And then we chased the school around for a while. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was asking because, you know, I've heard of people using those big pencil poppers and some of those crazy big mm-hmm. topwater lures, and I, I don't even own any of those because I don't really know that it matters. It's more about just yeah. the, in, in that scenario, you could throw just a hook in there, I bet, and as long as they see it, you know. Sure, but sure. I've, I've heard of people saying, you know, sometimes they'll <clears throat> not be interested in those those poppers like that. You know, it's kind of a yeah. mess. If, if I, it was cloudy and rough, if we'd have had topwater poppers, it would have been game off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've always kind of thought that. Yeah. They were eating everything that day, man. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So. That's it, man. I'm telling you, I say it every time we talk. Mm-hmm. It's like every week to one of you, those big jacks, man, that is one of, uh, they're starting to get some respect, but they are an underrated, I guess, cause you can't eat them and it's not tarpon. You know what I mean? And what, well, what was funny about it, it this year's jacks, is we're getting the big jacks, but they're all the same size in the school, but they're not near as big as the jacks we've gotten in the bay in years past. Really? It's really strange. So we're getting right now a lot of the 15-pounders. Now, a 15-pound jack is still a solid jack. Oh, yeah. But we're not getting the giants. Every year this time of year, we get the big schools giants. And I'm like, I don't know where they are, but this year they're all – I've even caught some like eight to tens and then a lot of small little bitty ones, but they're, they're, uh, it, it's just funny. We're not getting like the 30 and 40 pounders. Yeah. And that's weird. Cause you know, I didn't even realize they got that big. Oh and, man. And, they, and, they get giant. I say 30, 30 pounds probably. Yeah. And that's a giant Jack. Oh, and, for sure. Um, and so we're getting like kind of half the size of the jacks that we normally catch this time of year. Yeah. That is weird, man. Uh, it's you know it has to be attributed to all this crazy weather and rain and you know I would think. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I think you're right because it's got everything kind of screwed up. I mean, the bait still showed up like it's supposed to, but it's still I don't know. Oh it's, yeah, it's something's just not. I mean, just the muddy, the the cloudy water and all the fresh water kind of is flushing out. I mean, I could see it. Wiser, older fish maybe aren't interested in getting into some of that. Yeah, I mean, very well could be. Or maybe they'll show up later. That's the beauty, yeah. man. You don't know. Who knows why? You never, <laughs> you never know, man, what's going on right yeah. now. So. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, is there anything going on down there we need to know about? I mean, is there anything special coming up? Or, or what are you going to do in the next few days? for? Uh... Uh, probably just uh, do some more king, uh, like jacks, kings, redfish at the bridge. That's been a lot of fun. I love putting those big pogies out this time of year and seeing whatever, you know, seeing what you can catch. Cause it's usually big fish and you get black tip sharks mixed in with them. So it's a lot of fun. And then, um, I'll probably do some of that. And it just, I, you know, I, I would, uh, I, I would love to do some sight fishing right now, but who knows the clean water is just so hit or miss right now. So. Yeah. And that's my, you know, I haven't been, I couldn't tell you the last time I've, I've made a run to the coast and, and tried to do anything. And it's just cause it's been such a mess. And what I like to do is sight fish and, you know, I could go do the other stuff, but I, I would at least want to have the option to do what I like. And it's just not even on the table right now. I know, man, that's how I feel. Yeah. So, well, it's uh, it's nice though that that bridge is there and uh, and and there's so many fish on it because it's it's pretty accessible, you know. 
Is it is Man, that it, that's the one it, you can go out and uh, like you could dr- can you drive on it? You can walk out at least and fish off. No, of you it. yeah you can drive on it. They did have a pier there, but it's shut down right now. And uh, so right now the only way to fish it's by boat. There you can actually fish the base of it by land, which I do pretty well there too. But a boat's the best best way. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. I like spots like that, man. It's kind of mm-hmm. everybody can do well at them. You know, don't don't have oh, to have a yeah. boat. Doesn't matter. You know. Doesn't matter the location either, which which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> like that that whole bridge holds fish. Yeah, they're probably all that way. They just either cooperate or not. You know. Yeah. Like every that, bridge. That bridge is like all bridges hold fish. This bridge really holds. <laughs> fish. It's, it's, a, it's interesting, yeah. and it, it. I don't know what makes it that way. But like they flock to this bridge, and I don't know if it's it may be because it's been there for fifty years. Probably like, a bunch of crap growing on it and everything else. Yeah, you know? and you know something yeah. else, Brand, and I, I just don't know, but is if it's the same, and I think it is the same bridge you've described to me in the past, where you have these bayous that are opening up. Kind that's, of around well, it. that's a big part of it. Yeah, too. it has to be, man. I mean, because you think you if. I mean, to think like a fish, and, and we say that sometimes, but to be able to get in deep water like what's around that bridge and then be able to go up into a bayou that's just right there and in the yeah. mouth of it, I mean, why, that's kind of the perfect little lane for fish to hang in, you know? Yeah, and, and that that's a big part of it because no other bridge in our area, even that I know of, has three different bayous, actually four different bayous coming out at it. It's crazy. Yeah, so, so I mean, it's being like, it's being funneled, and then it itself is a funnel. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. What's neat yeah. about bridges, Justin Leak over in Panama City, I remember him telling me this last year, and it makes a ton of sense, and I think it's usually the case. But if you think about when they build bridges, they they try to find the place where land kind of naturally pinches together to some degree so they're not building as long of a bridge. And, and so bridges tend to be natural pinch points anyway. And, sure. then, and then you get these, you know, all these bayous around it. I mean, that's just, it just makes more and more sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one thing I totally regret about the bridge that it, it or I, I wish it was different. So in years past, before we had the hurricane, the bridge had lights kind of hanging halfway down yeah. and you could, or they had the street lights would shine into the water and you could ride the bridge at night on calm nights and there'd be giant tarpon in the street lights. Really? And, oh yeah. Biggins at this time of year, this is the time of year they would get up there. Yeah. And so I'm assuming they're still there, but the lights are not. So we, we can't do it. Yeah. So. You know, there's a bridge over there though. Um, well, let me think. So, uh, Captain Lionel at Destin uh, has got some friends in Pensacola, and a while back, it may have been last year, I couldn't have been before mm-hmm. the hurricane. Anyway, he went with somebody in Pensacola, and they fished some bridge lights. Um, mm-hmm. And I know you guys have several bridges, so I don't know. I would assume it's that, because the bull reds are, man, so, they used to be so prevalent in these lights up and down the entire bridge. Okay, so that's what it was. Because yeah. that's what they that's what they did. He said they went and he said I was up all night, so that part sucked. But they were they were using a fly rod under those lights and catching these huge bull reds. That's where he was at. Yeah, man. you could definitely fly fish them. Because I remember talking uh, to some of the other guys saying, "Hey, these bridges in these other areas, you guys got lights on those? Because if you do, I may be out there at night when I'm down again just to that's see." That's funny. Yeah, but that's what he was doing, and I didn't know about tar. I guess the time of year he did it was is more like spring, probably, because it was last year. Um, yeah, that, and I remember thinking, man, that what a cool idea. So those lights aren't there anymore. 
No, and and they're not. And it, I know that because we rode out there like a month or so ago to see, and it was like you couldn't even see your hand in front of your face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll definitely know if they're not there, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. But man, that's wild that those big tarpon. And you know, I guess this time of year, man, with it being the fall and their migration is just kind of ended. There's a lot of stragglers around in all the bay oh, yeah. systems. I'm sure you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And then the fact that you have some, you've seen enough juveniles to kind of make that. Well, my my buddy just west of me uh, in Perdido, he's been going up into some creeks over there and just wearing the juveniles out, man. Really? And and posting some video and like multiple, like like uh, when he was posting the video, you could see thirty and forty fish rolling in these creeks. Wow. Yeah. Man, I tell you, if you can get, and you've got a spot, I think, don't you? I do, but but the what I'm learning is just west of here. It's an, it's crazy good. There's so many creeks, and these tarpon get way up in these creeks, and nobody targets them. And on a calm day, you can ride up in these creeks and see them rolling. And that's what my buddy does, and he catches them every time he goes. Really, in yeah. Perdido, that's crazy. Perdido, Perdido to Orange Beach area. That is crazy. And, and I don't know where. I, I don't know where, but I'm sure you could look at a map and fit, try, partly figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I guess anything that would remind you of, like, deep backcountry Everglades is probably a good enough spot. Yeah, correct. And, and I'm sure and he was, Yeah. I'm sure it has he was to do definitely fresh water flow, too. Yeah, he, yeah, it does. And he was definitely in the backcountry, and he was catching them from, like, you know, 16 inches long to, you know, seven, eight pounds. Man. So. I would love, I, I gotta, I gotta try to figure this out. And you know, the thing is, it makes sense though, because the, I mean, they, you know, everything in the Gulf kind of leans on the mouth of the Mississippi as some kind of spawning, something happens. Sure. They all kind of, anything that migrates ends up going there. And sure. so the fact that those eggs and fry or whatever wash back into those creeks, I mean, I, it makes perfect sense, you know? Oh yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, man. That would be that. That's exciting that 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 could be an actual fishery around here. It is an actual fishery. I just don't think enough people know about it. Well, let's quit talking about it, because <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm telling you that there is nothing. I mean, that is just so much fun. You know, it's like oh. a it's like a a, a, a ladyfish, but way better. One hundred percent, man. There's just something about a juvenile tarpon that they're one of my favorite fish to catch and target. Yeah, and I mean, because like the fly rod you have, I mean, they're just so they they're just they they eat, man. And and there's a oh, ton yeah. of them. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually think they would eat that little fly better than anything. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I remember when we lived in Fort Myers, we would uh, we would see them like. Hundreds of thousands of them just rolling, you know. And, oh yeah. And we were in pretty deep water, so they were the, the one time that comes to mind. They they would come up and roll and go straight back down. I think because I and I was mm -hmm. fly fishing. I threw every fly I had at them, and I couldn't get them to do anything. They didn't even. Now look sometimes at they're like that. They will not hit anything, but you know when they get up in these creeks, you can get them to bite. Yeah, and see at the 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 particular time I'm thinking about, we were in open water by, in fact, it's funny, there's a, there's a lock system. So all, everyone, everyone knows now about catmints for clean water and the Lake Okeechobee overflows right, and all that. Right. So this was the Caloosahatchee river that runs from Lake Okeechobee into Fort Myers, Florida, right? There's a lock system, um, closer to Fort Myers. But anyway, we were at that lock system or very close to it, like at daylight. And there were thousands of baby tarpon rolling around that thing. Yeah. And, um, couldn't get them to eat, but it was probably too deep, like I said. But 
<clears throat> yeah, they're either stubborn or they just eat everything. It's one or yeah. the other. You know, like you don't, there's yeah. no just like you might catch a few. You're either wearing them out or getting nothing and getting really frustrated. Absolutely. <laughs> I will say this. This is funny. This is kind of along the lines of tarpon, but uh, we did run into a big school of ladyfish with the fly rod, and the ladyfish were way harder to hook than the Spanish. Really? Hook or land? But I, okay. I like they would they would chase the fly. They would eat it, but I couldn't hook them, man. I uh, couldn't hook them to save my life. You got to practice, dude. I know. I know. Because <laughs> I've I've hooked thousands of them, but but I'll be honest with the ladyfish. I don't want them in the boat or to the boat. I, no, I would, you know they make a yeah, mess, I, and I couldn't hook them much less land them. They would chase that fly in and eat it, and I would set the hook and miss them. I was all kind of <laughs> crazy. <so. laughs> it's different, man. You got to do uh, you got to do a strip set, Brant. Not yeah. not the trout set. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> That's gotcha. the difference. Because if you if you if you snatch the rod tip up like you would a trout or something, you'll lose yeah. tons of fish in the ocean. You got to pull the line. That's what I was doing wrong. Then, so I just need to jerk the line. Pull the you, line. So what you do? It's kind of all one motion. You pull the line and set the hook with a line, right? And then uh, you sweep your rod parallel to the water. So you're kind of doing like a double thing, and then you gotcha. just sort of go up with the rod and go from there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was totally doing that one wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, I say all this, talking into a microphone totally calm, let a fish eat a fly of mine, and let's see what I do. Because I, I, I have no idea, man. I'm probably just flailing around, flinging line, trying. I know what to do, but in the moment, yeah. totally different ball game. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, well, good deal. I feel like I get to actually share something I know about with you today, Brent. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, You know? It's so fun though, man. I'm glad you tried it because it's so addictive. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, you can you can cast that thing all day. It's like going to the driving range playing golf. You can just do it over and over and feel like you're getting better. And then fish mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't even matter. You're just you, you're doing yeah, what you're man. doing. You know. Yeah, I felt like it was my first day at the driving range, and I was shanking everything <laughs> in the clubhouse parking lot. <laughs> you'll you'll feel like that 28 years from now when you're still trying to do it. <laughs> that will never go away. But you'll you'll just feel more. You'll be like, oh, I did that wrong, and here's what I did. I'll do it again gotcha. next time, you know, but at least you'll gotcha. know. That's right. Anyway, well, awesome, dude. I uh, I look forward to talking to you again next week, man, because I think um, the way it sounds, we're we're kind of in this fall pattern. I bet you water temperature-wise, it's fall as far as the fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's getting there, man. Yeah. It's getting there. So I'm, I'm happy to hear things are, uh, are going well and, and fish are biting, you know. That's right. Well, awesome, dude. Well, let's talk again next week and get caught up again, man. And, uh, and as always, tell us where – to find you on uh, your your YouTube and all that stuff. Yeah, you can find me at Angler Up with Brant on YouTube and Facebook. Don't go there for fly fishing lessons. <laughs> you have to tell us where you get your lessons, and then <laughs> then we'll then we can all go there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> awesome, Brant. Well, thank you as always, buddy, and uh, talk to you next week. Yeah, take care. 